Welcome to Everyone Loved It But Me. Happy Thanksgiving 2023 week. My name is Lisa Hedger. I am your host. I'm a freelance writer, editor, and journalist here in Central Ohio. This is the podcast where we analyze super beloved books and offer up different opinions, perspectives, and thoughts. Today's episode, because it is a holiday week, it is Thanksgiving week, this episode's coming out the Wednesday before Turkey Day, I decided I would do an episode that would be perfect for the holiday. Many people are going to be cooking and baking and traveling, and this is the perfect episode to listen to because I'm going to discuss some of my favorite audiobooks. I'm going to highlight five of my favorite audiobooks I've listened to this year, and then I'm going to give a couple all-time favorite audiobooks as well. Now, on to the show. I am super excited to start today's show. Before I do, quick favor, if you really enjoy the show, I would love it if you could tell someone about it or consider taking Everyone Loved It But Me on social media. You can certainly post or share that you watch the show. You can share one of the links of the episodes. You can always find me. I post about Everyone Loved It but me on Facebook, Twitter, it's now called X, Instagram, even LinkedIn, but you can find me, everyone loved it but me, on all of those social media sites, and you can find me at www.everyoneloveditbutme. I'd love to hear feedback. If you could possibly write a review, that would be a huge help. So thank you very much. I'm always looking to build this bookish community, and it is just me, a one woman show. So today, as I said, I really felt like this is the perfect time to talk about audiobooks because I know people are going to be traveling, you're going to be cooking, possibly listening to podcasts while you're cooking or traveling, and maybe even be interested in listening to an audiobook. One of my favorite audiobooks that I listened to this year is a middle grade YA book and it's a it's a graphic novel memoir okay and yes I did listen to a graphic novel on audio I realize that sounds strange I do realize that it sounds strange but but I will kind of tell you why this is called Hey Kiddo and it's by Jared Krasoska it's okay I apologize, Jared. It's K-R-O-S-O-C-Z-K-A. And it's Hey Kiddo. And this is his memoir. And and he did this in graphic novel. I chose to listen to it. Now, every time I share this, I have friends say, why on earth would you listen to a graphic novel? Why would you do that? I I guess the answer is when it was recommended at one of my book clubs, the person who recommended it, who is a librarian, highly suggested the audiobook. She said the audiobook is fabulous because it is read by several different people, including some of his family members. Now, keep in mind, a graphic novel, of course, is known for its imagery, but it's also known for being very heavy on dialogue. 
So there's a lot of voices, a lot of speaking. Now, I do feel like, would I like to actually see the pictures and images in the graphic novel? Yes, of course. But the audio was impressive. I absolutely loved it. So Jared wrote this memoir about what it was like growing up, having a mom who's addicted to heroin, did not have a dad in the picture, and he was essentially raised by his two very opinionated grandparents from about kindergarten on. He shares like, he shares his whole experiences, right? And that description sounds sad, but it's not. It's really quite funny. It's amusing. It's lovely. It's heartwarming. As I said, like, okay, just listening to the voices it was just very powerful. So this is, it's a short audio. If you've got like a two or three hour drive, I would say there's a couple of F-bombs, but I, I would say you could definitely, you know, depending of course on your maturity of those middle schoolers, you'd have to have some, you know, candid conversations because this does have to do with drug use. So you have to be willing to say, okay, you know, we're gonna have to pause it and, and have some of those polite and direct conversations because questions are going to be asked. But he handles this in just a really sensitive but also direct way. You know, doesn't skirt around the issues. He talks about what it was like for him growing up, not quite understanding what was happening, how his grandparents who raised him, how they handled it, how they communicated. And one of my favorite parts is, you know, a lot of people, I think, ask the question like, okay, why would you have this memoir be a graphic novel, right? That seems like an unusual choice, but he kind of explains. He says that he he is a graphic novelist and he learned his talent from his mother, but because of her addiction, she was not able to utilize her talent in the way that she would have preferred. So he chose to honor her by by using that meeting, by using the graphic novel. And what I think really stands out again, because I did listen to it, was he had, had saved all those letters from her when they were far away, when she was in jail, when she was seeking help, when she was somewhere else. She wrote him. Having an actress, having someone read those letters was very powerful. It was a very, very powerful memoir. I would say of the books that I listened to, this year, the books I listened to, I mean, there's a reason why I'm putting in my number one. I would say, I would say it's number one for me, for the, for the audiobooks I listened to, this was exceptional. Okay. Number two, I, I've got to give it to, this is completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. There are three episodes of Everyone Loved It, but me dedicated to this book. Yes, it is Spare by Prince Harry. He you know, just does a great job sharing his story. I am going to kind of add in my number two place, right? I'm also going to add Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. This is kind of, I guess, my number two category for best audio books. I'm, I'm just going to kind of put it in the category of a memoir where the author narrates it, right? I've heard Matthew Perry's memoir. And again, I have not listen to that one. I've heard that one's very powerful. 
Anthony Bourdain's was really, really good. I mean, the, you know, and of course, Anthony Bourdain has passed. Him sharing, him telling these kitchen stories, things that happen in the kitchen that make you cringe. I think that the memoirs read in the person's voice, it's just so significant and kind of powerful. Like I mentioned with number one, it was interesting because he had all of these other voices, right? Other family members and actors. Number two, I would say, uh, Spare by Prince Harry, Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. And I'm also kind of adding in number two, this kind of category. I'm adding in this category of like memoirs written and narrated by the person who wrote it. That's my number two. Number three, there was an episode on this particular book on Everyone Loved It But Me. It was this summer of this past summer of 2023 with Faith. Faith and I discussed Daisy Jones and the Six. And if you go back to that episode, we had a lot of different challenges with the book, but we both felt like the audio was excellent. Multiple, multiple performers. Actually, I was I was looking up Daisy Jones and the Six. This audio book is performed by 21 different performers. So some of the best known actors in the cast include Jennifer Beals as Daisy Jones, Pablo Schreiber as Billy Dunn, Benjamin Bratt as Graham Dunn, and Judy Greer as Karen Serko. It's it just kind of goes back and forth. And as you're listening to it, both Faith and I felt like this really read like a biography. Like it really read like a biography. We both really enjoyed it. And I have to tell you, other people who have read and or listened to Daisy Jones and the Six tend to have a similar reaction. So these people who just have read it say, eh, it was okay. But when they listen to it, they say, oh, wow, okay, that, that made it just so much better. So I think that says a lot for the power of, of actors, the power of bringing this story alive. I, I just I, I just think that that says a lot. And this goes to another one that when I read it, and I've read it a couple of times, this was another Everyone Loved It But Me book, Did not a big fan of it, but I've got to give it up for the audio, and that is Time Traveler's Wife. This is narrated by Fred Berman and Phoebe Stroll. And as I mentioned on, if you go back to that episode, Time Traveler's Wife, which also was released in this past summer, 2023. I've tried that book so many times. I've read it multiple times when I was coming back at it. I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can read this book again because it's just not my cup of tea. And I chose to listen to it. And I listened to it. I listened to it when I was traveling to Michigan over the summer, kind of back and forth several times. I had a bunch of road trips. And, I've, and on all my walks, I do a lot of listening to audiobooks when I'm walking. I walk like, you know, five miles a day. That takes me a long time. That's a good hour, 20, hour and a half. And I can listen to audiobooks. And again, the fact that we had male, female voice perspective, I just thought they both did an excellent job. This brought this book, made me connect some dots, made me really look at it differently than I ever had having 
read this book. I had read it multiple times. Now, is Time Traveler's Wife going to be one of my favorite books ever? No, it is not. But did I enjoy this audio? Yes, I did. Another book, my number five for the year. Another book that I enjoyed better, I think, in audio than I would have enjoyed reading it. I thought the audio was excellent. Is An American Beauty. This is historic fiction. It's inspired by the true rags to riches story of Arabella Huntington. American Beauty, written by Shauna Abe, narrated by Gail Shalin, S-H-A-L-A-N. I was impressed because I thought the narrator, Gail, did an incredible job of distinct voices for every single person. Very, very, very distinct voice for Arabella, an amazingly distinct voice, but also a very, very distinct voice for the male characters and a different distinct voice for an older male character, a younger male character. I thought this voice actor, I was just really impressed. And every time the voice changed, I knew like, oh, I knew who it was even before the he said or she said. I I was I was very, very impressed with that. So so hats off. I will say I'm going to discuss this a little bit on Everyone Loved It But Me, a couple upcoming episodes. I have listened to some narration here in the last, I'd say, month or so, where the narrators don't change their voices for the characters. And I believe that is just a choice. At first, I started to think, no, that's not a choice. That's early days of, of audio narration. And I, I will have this conversation with a couple of guests when we talk about the audio narrators when they don't change their voice. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I did start to think it was early days because I've listened to a handful of books that I believe were narrated, let's say, 20 years ago in the early 2000s. And they don't have the distinct voices at all. But I've also been researching this, and I do think that could be a distinct voice because I know some of these audio narrators are still narrating today, and, and I think perhaps that is that is a choice. I'd love to hear if you prefer that kind of narration or if you prefer when the actor changes their voice. Like if it's if it's just one actor, right? So like, for instance, I said American Beauty, that's just one voice actor. It's not more than one, but there's multiple characters. So would you prefer if that narrator just speaks it straight, you know, like just my voice? Or would you prefer if the actor goes up and down, you know, changes their voice, right? I actually prefer when they change their voice. But I'm curious if there is a group of of listeners, of readers and listeners who would who prefer when when the actor kind of has some inflection, some up and down of their voice, doesn't actually change the characters. I wonder if there is a large number uh, of readers and listeners who actually prefer that. Of the audio books that I have recommended, pretty much, I think that's the only one, like I said, Time Traveler's Wife alternated between Male and female, Daisy Jones and the Six had multiple, again, 21 different performers. So you didn't have one voice. But I really felt in an American Beauty that it was only one voice. And boy, that, that actor, I, I thought she hit it out of the park because she just, she changed 
voices so well. And I, as a listener, I prefer that. I, I really do. Reach out to me if, if you have thoughts on that. Lisa Hedger, H-E-D-G-E-R. Everyone loved it but me. Now, I want to offer up two, like, all-time favorite audiobooks. This one is pro yeah, this, this one is going to be my all-time favorite audiobook. It is the very, you know, whenever anyone asks me, like, what's the most unusual book you've read? What's the weirdest book? What's the, the craziest book that you ever read? Hands down, hands down, unequivocally, it is Lincoln in the Bardo. This one has 166 narrators. This was written by George Saunders. It is described as like experimental fiction, an experimental novel. It was written in 2017. It's a very, 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 very unique premise. We all know that President Lincoln did lose his son, William Willie Wallace Lincoln. He died right in the middle of the Civil War. And President Lincoln, this is this is all true. That part of it is 100% true. He was devastated when Willie died. But what happens is this novel imagines, it's set what they call the bardo. It's the intermediate space between life and rebirth. It's essentially set in a cemetery. He's called like the prince. Little Willie, when he died, is taken to the cemetery. We have all of these voices who are speaking, who are the ghosts, who who are there in the cemetery. Not all of them realize that they've died. They're all in different areas. And we're talking, the voices are Nick Offerman, David Sedaris, Lena Dunham, Ben Stiller, Susan Sarandon, Megan Mullally, Don Cheadle, and so many more. They lend their voices to narrate the story of President Abe Lincoln grieving, sobbing at the loss of his son. It is confusing. It is a very confusing book that really sticks with me is, is the grief. Trying to think about what Lincoln was going through in that time period, how he was so hated, so hated, everyone so much spite and anger, tumult and horrible, horrible things happening in our country. And his, he just lost a child on top of all of that. He lost a child and he was in horrific grief. This book imagines what what could have taken place. And this book imagines these these ghosts of all these other people who are in the cemetery. All of the different issues that they have had. Not all of these ghosts are, are good people, of course. We get to see some of the some headlines. Some of the headlines they quote are real, some were not. The headlines that they used just illustrated to me how much pain and agony the entire country was in let alone how much he was in at, at the death of a, of a child. I believe if, if you look this up, there is this notion that Lincoln did visit the cemetery a lot. And I think he did visit it on horseback late at night. There's some research, some articles you can, you can research that and look into that. 
it is a it's a, a, a weird it's a strange it's an unusual story it's very very sad it really is but the voices they kind of they bring the story alive you know they they make you kind of they take you there at the at this moment that's my number one i think all time audiobook my number two this is actually one that i read and i've heard bits and pieces of it in audio i haven't heard the whole thing but it's still one of my favorite books it's trevor noah born a crime it goes back to that he's writing his memoir but what he does, because he is a comedian, what he does so well is he actually does the voices of his mom and of his grandma in the in the narration. When he is mimicking his mom and mimicking his grandma, he goes right into their voices. And I just think that is so delightful. I think it is so much fun. I highly, highly recommend. That would be the perfect perfect one to to listen to that would be a great one you know for kind of a family again you're traveling this week let's say or whenever you're traveling over the holidays perfect one to listen to there are some some themes where you if you're with if the kids are really little it might be too hard but if they're middle grades or, or so you could definitely have have these kind of conversations it is he does an incredible job of kind of what what I mentioned with my number one book of this year which was Hey Kiddo where I said Jared did an incredible job of taking that book taking his life which was sad but also writing it in a really lovely funny hopeful way that's what Trevor Noah does he he takes some really difficult instances circumstances situations writes it in a very kind of funny hopeful way. That's my number two top audiobook. Feel free to reach out to me. I love to learn about other audiobooks. I know there are a number of others that have been out this year. Please let me know. You can reach me at www.everyoneloveditbutme. You can find me on all the social media sites at Everyone Loved It But Me or Lisa Hedger, H-E- D as in Daisy, G-E-R. Love to hear what, what you're reading, what you're thinking. And if you do have that, everyone loved it but me book that you want to see me discuss on the podcast, please reach out. I want to thank you as always for listening. I hope you have wonderful holidays. We're going to analyze very, very popular Christmas book again this December. So stay tuned for that. I'm super excited. Second year in a row that I'm I'm doing this and this will be an ongoing tradition. I hope that you have a lovely day. And most importantly, I hope that you get time to read today. Mm-hmm.